Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conscious Creation with actress, author, and healer Dee Wallace. If you want to take charge of your life, really take charge of your life, the next hour will be a fun, enlightening experience in creating the life you want. Whether it's money, health, success, or relationships, join Dee in celebrating the power of you and see your life expand into joyful creation. To join Dee now, call 319-527-6305. And don't forget, Dee can also be heard on BBS Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and live at Oneness Talk Radio. You can also hear Dee on Get Inspired Media Network, Transformation Talk Radio, plus UBN, Universal Broadcasting Network. And now, here's Dee. Hello, all you amazing, fabulous, incredible, magnificent, so very loved, and darn sexy people. Well, I'm so happy to be here with you, even though this is a recording today by one of our beautiful members in the community uh, who has agreed to allow us to tape her private session. I think these are really valuable for you to listen to uh, on occasion. Remember that uh, we're all one, so her stuff is your stuff, and your stuff is her stuff, and my stuff's everybody's stuff. (laughs) And here we go. So, Diana, thank you so, so very much for allowing us to do this, sweetheart. You're welcome. You're going to serve a lot of people, so... We're going to start by balancing everything. We are directing, which means demanding, that our hearts are open front and back, merged with our whole brain. We're directing our chakras to be open, balanced, repaired, spinning in the right direction. We're directing our hara lines to be straight, strong, and through the ID point. We are claiming we are. And we are connected to the highest information, the highest knowledge, and the highest understanding, and so it is. So everybody's balanced, yes. Anybody switched, no. We both want the highest answer. Okay, we're off and running. Anything you want to talk about? Fantastic. Um, What I want to start with is anything healthy is a struggle. Okay, that's a core belief. So what I am finding is that anything, as of late, um, the other the other piece that I have been uh, working with is when I am loved, I am depressed. Um, many, many good things have been going on, but I, I find that I'm not taking care of my own health, exercising, and um, I'm feeling like I'm tired. I don't have the energy to exercise, and I want to uh, ask the channel, about that, what what's holding me back and, and why? Yeah, Everything that's, is going so good. Um, well, I'm first of all, I'm glad that a lot of other things in your life are opening up and going well. And this is a pattern that a lot of us uh, share. Another core belief that they're bringing in is I have to give up myself to take care of everybody else. Or even I have to give up myself to take care of myself. So how that looks uh, in life is um, if I'm really going to take care of myself, um, if if we put them all together, Diana, it's if I um, am really going to take care of myself, um, I have to struggle. uh, And part of that struggle is because I have to take care of everybody else. So loving myself and taking care of myself makes me depressed. Did you follow that? I did. Okay. That's kind of the circle of the pattern that you're caught in right now. Now, the facts are the less we struggle and the less drama and stress we bring into our lives, the less fight or flight we're in, Uh, the less we have to pump out the cortisol, 
which affects all kinds of uh, glands and organs in our body. So the calmer, the easier, the more in choice you are about your health and wellness, uh, the more the energy flows and creates it for you. Um, if, and a lot of us do, especially in this world right now, feel like we have to give up ourselves to take care of other people, um, that's subconsciously going to say, I just don't have enough energy to take care of myself because I'm doing it for everybody else. And you mentioned before we started the call that you um, were just starting to listen to yesterday's show. And there's a gentleman that comes on at the very end that um, really kind of sums up, I have to give up me, I have to worry about everybody else, and and therefore I can't ever take care of myself the way I want to take care of myself. But we know that if we don't take care of ourselves in that way, ultimately we can't take care of the people we love in the way we want to either, right? Right. Okay. So we also know uh, on a more mundane level, Diana, that when we exercise, we have more energy. I mean, that's just a proven fact. That's a scientific proven fact that the more you get out, the the more you move, um, even if it's a half an hour of a brisk walk, you're going to have more energy. So I get that you really want more energy. I do. Um, and that you are expending most of your energy on worrying about um, taking care of other people. Is that true? I um, I feel like that's an old pattern. I um, I have it is been, really old. I have been claiming uh, when I come alive, I thrive. Uh, you know, I so many things are going well. I and I do. And I am taking care of like myself personally. I'm giving myself the time. So I'm a I'm a bit confused as to where this is. Well, because, sweetheart, you also mentioned, you know, when I'm loved, I'm depressed. So the more I love myself, um, some kind of depression or um, exhaustion or lack of energy, um, those are all signs of depression, Diana. So if there is a belief, you know, when I'm loved, and the highest word for you is when I love myself, I'm depressed. So everything you're talking about, um, this is kind of the the last subject of challenge for you um, in really realizing that you're the God of you. That when I love myself, I am filled with abundant energy and joy, everything is in easy flow, and I always serve myself first so I can serve others. How does that feel when I say that? That feels that feels great. I I I, I want that. I I I want to create that, and as soon as I really actively was creating my day and creating these energies, my I, we spoke um, on one of your shows a couple Sundays ago about my back. My back all of a sudden just flared up. It hasn't flared up in a long time, and it's been weeks of of, of my back challenging me to. And I love to walk. I, I walk pretty much every day uh, when my back's not troubling me. Okay. And did we get to what your? I get that we did get to what your back's about. Clearing the load. It was my guilt around my mother, and uh, I I did want to talk about that more today. I mean, that's that's pretty big. Okay, so has the pain in your back subsided at all? It has. It has. It's uh, it, it uh, it's intermittent now versus continuous. 
Okay. So see if you can remain very objective and conscious over the next week. And whenever your back flares up, go back about 24 hours and see what might have been the trigger. Mental, physical, spiritual, chemical. Um, is it a physical chemical? No, it's a it's a spiritual chemical alteration that happens. And the highest word is worry. Let me write this down before we forget it. A spiritual and and will chemical over worry. Okay, so. Basically, we know that worry is the biggest sin we can practice against our energy and everybody else's, right? Mm-hmm. I've heard, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that means that I, I want to get clear because I've actually never been given the definitive spiritual chemical uh, shift. So <clears throat> there is a, a a spiritual journey, obviously, that you're on. And this kind of wall that you're hitting um, creates a chemical reaction, which is causing your inflammation in your back to flare up. Okay. So let's find out exactly what that spiritual wall is. Sheets, book, give me a song. Uh, um, totally blank. Uh, well, get out of the way. They'll give it to you. <clears throat> um, I just got, she's coming, what's the, she's coming around the mountain. Um, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, an old song, like... Um, oh, I know it. Yeah, she's coming around the mountain when she yep. comes. Boop, boop, she'll be coming around the mountain. Okay, so that's all about expectation. So let's get clear about what you're expecting that's creating. Okay, it's a negative expectation, yes, and now we're going to a core belief, this page here, one, two, five, six. I'm not supposed to be here and I don't belong. Now, here in this case is I'm not supposed to be here being the God of me and creating my own life. So, could I ask what religion you were raised? Uh, really nothing. Um, it was a hodgepodge of uh, in- input. So, uh, there was some uh, Methodist, there was some Catholic, there was uh, some Jehovah Witness, so there was... Oh, was good God, of- woman. <laughs> no wonder you're confused. Okay, so none of those religions, there isn't a religion. No matter how little, you know, actual... Uh, formalized training we get. There's nobody that was ever taught and no religion that ever teaches us that we are God and that we are the God of us. And so what's happening is you're really ready to know that, Diana. Your part of you does know that. But it's so freaking scary um, going against all the messages that you were given, it's it's scary, honey. And you keep going, no, no, no. I'm not supposed to be here knowing this. I don't belong being God and being the God of me. Now they want to go to your guilt over your mom, so so that I can really they can really explain to you what all this means in connection to that guilt over your mom. So help remind me again what's what's going on with the mom. Um, well, you know, we when I spoke to you, it was about my guilt, me feeling guilty because I don't 
uh, allow her into my life the way she wants to be in my life. I, um, I've distanced myself, but there, I don't know if maybe there's some of her guilt. Um, she, I, yeah, so I, I wondered about that, but when we No, it's it not about so her guilt. It's all about yours. And this is what we do to ourselves in any area of our life, really, Diana. It's I want it and I don't want it. So right now you're on a spiritual empowering path and you want to know unconditionally um, that you're the God of you. And we talk about love and self-love. And so you're learning to hold those states as a part of your creation process as the God you are. Now, we come down to us on uh, this physical plane, and if we're really going to love ourselves, there are decisions and choices we have to make that are not in alignment with... um, with the good little girl and boy that we were taught to be. So, you know, love your your mother and father. That's a commandment, right? Right. So we have to know how to combine the two successfully through divine love. And that means that you can love her unconditionally, and also exercise your self-love for yourself so that your unconditional love for her does not interfere in the creation of your life the way you want it to be because you're loving yourself also. So, in, in other words... Loving somebody doesn't give them carte blanche to run amok in your energy. Do you understand? I do. Okay. But you have to give yourself permission to consciously make that choice. Because if you're not consciously saying, Mom, I love you unconditionally and there's boundaries I need to set here for me, then you will move into guilt. And in order for us to become aware that we're in that state, um, if, if, if we don't acknowledge it, that it's going on, it's going to show up in your body, guys. It, it's got to. It's got to show up in your body because that's one way definitely that they will um that it will get your attention Diana agree and okay the the piece that I'm connecting with this is that I have just recently gone through a similar situation with my husband where I'm just getting you know my voice around some things in our relationship and setting some boundaries and things are still uncertain so I wonder how that's related as well. I mean, all that has just come to a head within the last, I'll say, month. So, like, my back's yeah. been... My back's well, been you're four. talking about the same pattern. So, I love you, and I'm choosing to love you unconditionally, and that doesn't mean that I don't create the boundaries in my needs first while I am holding unconditional love for you. So really the highest word for you is boundaries and the guilt around having the right to create your own boundaries around self-love. And it feels selfish. You know, I, I'm Well, it here. feels selfish. Why? Is that your original thought or did somebody teach you that? I, I'm not sure, to be honest. I, I, well, I can I, tell I, you. I somebody <laughs> taught you that. Because babies do not come in going, if I put myself first, uh, I have to feel guilty. Babies are actually showing us what we should be doing. Hi, I'm here. 
Hi, I need to be fed. Hi, I need to be changed. Hi, I need to be held. Hi, I would like some love in the middle of the night, please. They ask for everything they want because they don't have a choice. And then around two or three, we begin having our power taken away from us. Right. Right? Let's get socialized so society can accept who we are. But we know that ultimately um, we end up resenting everybody for that, and we resent ourselves for that. And then our back starts hurting. Yep. So the 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 chemical shift that is caused by the spiritual um, battle that we create within ourselves to give us the right to love ourselves and take care of ourselves first. Um, <clears throat> there's something right now that I'm looking at within myself with my daughter, and uh, I love to give to my daughter. It 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 makes me happy. It expands me. And something came up, and I went, whoa. I kind of, uh, hmm, I'm feeling a little bit of resentment here. And... When I sat down and tested it, um, I tested it. It makes me feel good to do things for her and give to her. And am I giving too much? And the channel said, only if it's putting you into that feeling. And if it's putting you into that feeling of overwhelm or, oh, I'm being taken advantage of, or, you know, any of that stuff, then you have two choices, Diana. You either have to get happy and peaceful with the fact that this is making you happy and it's your choice, or you have to go, I need to create a boundary here um, because the boundary has been moved too much now. So which one do you want to choose with your mom? Um, happy and peaceful. Um, I want to know what you what you want to do with the boundary because the boundary is what the backache's about. Well, the uh, guilt over the boundary. The the boundary is. I I, I just find that she is um, so needy. Like I just it troubles me how how needy she is and I guess the boundary is that I'm not nice to her when I when she's so what's the boundary she wants things of me my time and then I get a whole guilt trip from her when I don't give her my time well okay the the channel wants you to understand that she's lonely so there might be programs or things you can get in place to um, have uh, people visiting her or picking her up to take to senior centers. She's lonely. And so she's expecting you to fill that loneliness. You can't fill that loneliness, and um, and she can. Right. Right. And won't. <laughs> Doesn't, but I, I understand what you're saying. Well, but you might be able to help her get some of the things in place. Um, When we get older and um, in fear of our own mortality, it's, it's more difficult, guys. I mean, it's difficult enough for us, Diana, but it's, and I'm going through this with my brother, he can't motivate himself anymore. And this was a guy that worked for President Nixon. But he he is so worn down mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and chemically. He has so many health things 
uh, plaguing him right now that he cannot motivate himself. And so other people need to come in to intervene to um, help him move her, uh, find a place. We just found a place where he can go and, you know, mingle with uh, people his age and they play games and they talk and they serve lunch and stuff like that. Is she able to do that? She is. She's she's very, you know, quite healthy and quite mobile, and it's a it's a choice thing for her, and um, she just doesn't do it. And so I I need to I need to figure. Well, they want to they want to find out why she doesn't choose to if she's able to. Sheets, book. So give me a movie, please. Any movie that pops in. Um, A Star Is Born. Yeah. Okay. Um, She just doesn't feel, and you can identify with this, like she has enough energy to do it. She doesn't feel like, if you think of an alcoholic, they want to stop drinking and they don't want to stop drinking because they feel like they can't stop drinking because it's a force that's over them. And that's the way a lot of people feel about age. Might I ask how old she is? 77. Yeah, well, that's not very old in this world, but in her beingness it is. And she's just scared, honey. She's scared and, and she's, no matter how much it looks like she's got energy, she's tired. She's tired of the struggle of trying to stay alive when she doesn't have to struggle to stay alive at all. Um, She just has to keep interested in life to stay alive. Um, And that's what a lot of people who are, you know, aging, we have all kinds of walls built up in society about this for us. And then we also have, they're saying, sense memories of our parents because going toward 80, um, in the olden days, you know, that was a lot older than it is today, a lot older. And so there's that expectation built up in us. But as far as your backache is concerned, they they just wanted to give you some understanding which will help alleviate the reaction you have toward how much she's pulling on you. But also she's pulling on you so that you can learn um, how to create yourself as far as boundaries and putting yourself first. So she's really giving you a gift here, Baby Cakes. Well, I'll thank her for that. I, uh, I, and your I, husband too. Everybody's, everybody's coming forward to say, Diana, are you going to create your own boundaries, or do we have to force you to do them? Right. I see that, and um, I do. You know, I do care very much for her well-being, and I, I want, I want her to finish her life you know in a in a in a good place and i see that that's not going that direction at this time but i'll i'll work i and you know that's something for me to i think is very good information and i'm grateful for it because uh i haven't been seeing that piece of it well and a lot of times if we understand what drives people um we can move into compassion and oftentimes the compassion well, all the time the channel is saying, the state of compassion will shift you and it will shift her. Okay. Right. I've, one of the claims that I've been saying is, um, you know, being loved feels great. It's safe to be loved. And I think I'll add, you know, loving, giving love, unconditional love feels great. I. Yes, and that's mostly to yourself. 
So you want to go to yourself first in all those claims and then extend it out to your mother and your husband. But again, within you, there is this guilt about setting boundaries and and saying, I need this. And so if we're on the path of expansion and really owning the God that we are, everybody's got to come forward then and show you that that's going on with you. So your husband goes, all right, I'll serve. And your mom goes, okay, I'll serve. And as soon as you shift you and go, I'm holding love for everyone else, and first I'm holding love for me, so I have more love for everybody else, and putting me first and holding my boundaries while I'm in unconditional love and service to others. Yeah, that's fantastic. I Something just popped in my head when you were talking um, because I, when I say my claims and I say my prayers, I'm, I'm always <laughs> lumping other people in, like in yeah. feeling I, I'm, I'm not focused on myself. I bring in my son and my daughter and my husband and even my mother. So I, that could be, you know, I'm not focused on, on myself. Well, yeah, because if you give all your pieces of watermelon away, there's nothing left. <laughs> You know, there's no feast for you. Right. And so the stronger, the healthier, the happier, um, the calmer, the more peaceful, the more love we are with ourselves, the more we have to share with the world. Got it. Yeah. And that's everything, that's what your backache is about. That's what's coming forward for you to learn big time right now. And so yippee for you that you brought it all in and you understand it and you can shift it now as the God of you. Yes. That's amazing. you're, You're being given the right to be your own God through divine love. See, if you do, whatever you do, if it's done through divine love, You can't hurt somebody. You can't alienate them. You can't live in guilt about anything because you're you're coming forward in the highest way for everybody else, baby. Okay? Absolutely. All right. Where else do you want to go? Um, Oh, wait. They want us to balance everything we've talked about first. So we're invoking the symbol. The formula which neutralizes all but the truth around what we've spoken about. <clears throat> we are calling in the violet flame and the golden light. I am divine love, and so it is. Okay, where do you want to go? Okay, I had um, I had a fairly large topic, um, and it might relate to what we were just talking about, but I I really am not sure I understand I am that I am when I. <laughs> When I say and hear about it, I've been listening and, and reading some things, and I just had a question. I need an explanation or something that... I've got a, one for you. Awesome. Can I have it? <laughs> yes. Anything you define yourself as is who you are. Right. Okay. So anything you say I am, that's your defining That's yourself. right. That's right. Um, If you say, oh, I'm so tired, you're defining yourself as I am a person who has no energy. The the God, the force, the universe has to match that because it is a direction of your energy. However you define yourself, you are directing the energy to match that. So I am a person who is guilty about not spending enough time with my mother. That will create, literally, you feeling more guilty. Okay. Okay. I am clear. I am knowing. I am divine love. I am 
the God of me who honors myself first and um, through love honors everyone else. Are you clear now? Do you have any other question? Because that's really important for you to understand. When God said, I am that I am, he's saying, I can't be God if I don't say I am God. We can't be free. We can't be happy. We can't be healthy and well. We can't be financially abundant if we don't say we are first. And that's where most people get really caught up because everybody's waiting for that to show up in their lives, but the energy can't match that and bring it into material reality until we say we are it. So I am harmoniously and with unconditional love serving my mother in the highest way as I serve myself first. So, and and you you'll feel this. Don't get into your head about it, Diana. You'll feel it. So, um, there are three times this week where I feel like um, my energy's open, and. Uh, I could feel really good about spending some time with my mom. Seven times, no way. Hit the wall, don't want to do it. Can't, see, so you instead of asking yourself, what can I do that feels good, you're just thinking you have to do everything, and that doesn't make you feel good. So nothing makes you feel good because you feel like you have to do everything instead of, the the stuff with boundaries that you could do when you while you're still feeling good, and we do this with our kids, we do this with our parents, we certainly do this at work, for right. sure. <laughs> we just give and give and give and give and give a lot of us at our work, thinking that we don't have the right to create any boundaries, but you are always in choice. Always, guys. Did I answer your question about I am that I am? You did, actually. That uh, okay. It, it, a little, I, I, yeah, I got it. It's uh, it's in there. Um, and then the other thing that I had was um, Masami, uh, your your webinar that's coming up, and uh-huh. um, I haven't signed up yet. I have a fear. Um, I I I'll be honest. I if I was able to connect with her, or if I, you know, connected outside of the webinar, um, which I am interested in that, I'm afraid of what she'd say. Um, I Okay, so what you just said unknown. to me, what you just said to me, Diana, is um, I love myself enough to want all the information I can gather to create the highest state of wellness in me. And I'm too afraid to get that information. That's what you just said to me. I did. Which is, I, I absolutely did. And, and that's, um, yes. Well, that's another example. It, it's what I'm trying to get everybody to understand right now. It's not the universe fighting us. It's the conflicting belief systems within us that are fighting us. So we're fighting ourselves, right? Right. So I am directing that I receive the highest and clearest information that allows me to live in the state of wellness. I'm choosing that, and I'm committing to that. Then you, you, I don't know, do you use a pendulum in a way of testing? I do, yes. Okay. Do you have it right now? I do. Yep. All right. So we've claimed that commitment. So now, um, are, is she balanced? 
Is she switched? Okay, you're ready to go. So just say it's it's in my highest good. Uh, it's in my good. It's in my highest good in creating that commitment to work with Masami and receive information from her. I, I'm getting a big yes. Okay. Now, do you see how easy that was? But you can't sit there in fear and not know what the fear is about. Whenever fear comes up, you know that you're in conflict with yourself, that something is not in alignment and integration in your energy. Because most of the things we fear right now, guys, you know, used to be lions and tigers and bears, oh my. And we had to be in fear if we were going to stay alive. Now all those fears are imaginary things that are creating anxiety and stress within us. Uh, read my e-blast today. That will give you a little insight into that. Um, and we're living in these imaginary playgrounds of stress that are screwing up our cortisol, creating spiritual chemical reactions in our body because we forget that we're the creator of ourselves and how do we want to direct the energy. So if you choose the highest statement around what you want and you know you want to be well, you want to do everything in your life to create wellness. And that means... Mentally, physically, spiritually, chemically, cosmically, emotionally, and dimensionally. And I am committed to the creation of that for myself. Now let me ask the question, this medicine is in my uh, highest good to um, reach that commitment, to be in harmony with that commitment. Working with Masami is in the highest uh, harmony and integration of um, truly creating that commitment that I just made. Um, see, doing everything that your mom wants you to do right now is not in harmony with that commitment. Right. Doing some of the things that you also feel good about, that is. And it's as easy as as that. If you can't feel into the discernment, you certainly can test the discernment. And that's why I encourage everybody to get some kind of modality so that you can actually test your energy and have some guidance. It's an amazing tool. And... Um, you know, I have a free working with your pendulum. It's just a beginning class, but it's a beginning. And then you, it's just practice. But the more you use it, the more you will have control over your own life, Diana. And you know how to do it already. You just haven't been doing it consciously no. for you. Or I question the result. Okay. Well, then I would, again, start with the direction of energy. It was so funny. They finally got it in Creation Station uh, because they would ask a question, and i go, and how do you find out the highest truth about that? Oh, yeah. We, 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 we can test it. <laughs> yes, and claiming what you want and then what energy matches that, right? So you're always in choice. You're always in choice of the direction. And you're always in choice of of the channel and the direction of the channel. I command that I only receive consistently and always the highest information, the highest knowledge, and the highest understanding. That's it. Only give me that. So I know I want health and wellness. Is this in alignment with health and wellness in my highest good? You'll get a yes, you'll get a no. 
it's so clear and and it puts you back into charge of creating your own life sweetheart yes it does that's amazing thank you that's great advice you're very welcome okay we have a couple of minutes is there anything else that you have questions Um, about the only thing i the other thing i wrote down was just around um i have two cats um and one of them has some blood in their uh in their stool and we they called the vet and the vet won't uh we need to figure out which one and i'm just we've lost several female cats like um within like a year of having them like we get them and we adopt them and then they end up being very sick and i just i don't know what's going on why are i know animals are there's purpose and and having absolutely animals animals are there to hold the balance for you they will uh, literally uh, take on and absorb frequencies toward illness Um, and um, uh, let's just ask see here we are practicing what we were just preaching so we want the highest state of health and wellness in all our animals and we want the highest discernment, we're claiming the highest discernment now, around the sickness of the kitty cats that are coming into your house. Sheets, book, give me a song. Um, boy, I, I totally go blank every time you ask that. Um, Get out of the way, they will give it to you. You're not doing it. All that's coming into my head is Shazam. I don't even think that's a song. Um. Well, uh, no. They want you, and again, you're the director of you, so direct your channel to give you a song. Any song. Doesn't matter. Freebird. Well, there you go. Okay. It's right in alignment with everything else we've talked about. Oh, look at the surprise on our face. They want to be free. The kitties that you are attracting want and are ready to be free and to move on, no matter what age they are. And isn't that what you have been talking about the entire session? You are saying, I want the freedom to make my decisions for the highest good of me and I have to give myself permission to do that. So the kitty cats don't don't need your permission, see? They don't need your time. They know that they're in charge of their own energy. And they're saying to you, look, so are you. Get on it. You can be free and in embodiment. You don't have to die to be free, Diana. You don't have to die energetically. You don't have to give yourself up to be free. You don't have to die physically to be free. All you have to do is say, I am free. And I am committed to being free within myself. And then that extends out to my mother, my husband, and the world. So we are claiming the symbol, the formula, the violet flame, the golden light. I am divine love, and so it is. Wow. What a session. Thank that was you. amazing. So, oh, my gosh. You just served so many people, sweetheart, so many people. We are so grateful to you for you. everything you brought in today. It was a message for absolutely everybody. And so join me until next week. Let's all say it together, Diana. I love me. Love me. I love me. And love I me. love me even more. And I love me I even know. more. I know. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You bet, baby. Thank See you. See everybody next week. Thanks for joining Dee on Conscious Creation. Visit her website at imdwallace.com for awesome downloads, archived shows, enlightening webinars, and amazing free offerings. And remember, you can hear Dee every week on BBS Radio, iTunes, 
iHeartRadio, and live at Oneness Talk Radio. You can also hear Dee on Get Inspired Media Network, Transformation Talk Radio, plus UBN, Universal Broadcasting Network. Be sure to join us next week for Conscious Creation with Dee Wallace. And remember, loving yourself is the key to creation.